Welcome to Lady Sculpt Lifestyle, the podcast that encourages, educates, and empowers you to elevate your life and create your dream body. And now, here is your host, Lady Sculpt's boss coach and WNBF figure pro, Lilas Leona. Hey, hey, ladies. I'm back. I took a little bit of a hiatus there that wasn't planned. So... I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's happened over the last few weeks. I pre-recorded episode number 59 and number 60 before leaving for Calgary two weeks, three weeks ago. And when I got into Calgary, I went to edit them. And you guys, the mic wasn't turned on. So the recordings were from my computer audio which the sound quality just was not up to par with what I like. And so I decided that I was going to re-record them. And unfortunately, (laughs) I had way too much fun in Calgary and did not end up re-recording them until now. So we're going to take two on episode 59. But before we get started, you guys, back at the end of October, I spoke at... WOW, which is Women's Only Weekend in Canmore, Alberta. Me and one of my clients collaborated and did a talk on how to love yourself hard. And it was so good. I had so much fun. It was my public speaking (laughs) cherry popping event. I was so nervous, but the group of ladies was amazing. And the whole weekend, just the frequency, the whole weekend just raised my frequency. I don't know if you know what that means, but I came out feeling all the good vibes. So I'm going to actually edit down and produce the audio from that talk and post it on this podcast as bonus episodes. So keep your eyes out for that. Another thing I want to announce before we get started in today's episode is the winner of part two of the Lady Sculpt Lifestyle one year anniversary contest is Miss Christine Murberry. <laughs> um, I will reach out to you via email. You have won yourself a Lady Sculpt Lifestyle tank top. Thank you so much for posting your favorite Lady Sculpt Lifestyle episodes on Instagram and tagging me in them. For everyone else who posted your favorite episodes, I see you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I am so excited to offer you another chance to win yourself a Lady Sculpt Lifestyle tank top. So for part three (laughs) in the one year anniversary Lady Sculpt Lifestyle challenge, uh, this month we're going to do another email contest. So what I'm going to have you do this month is I'm going to have you leave a review on either Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts take a screenshot of it and email it to me at coach at If you are one of my most loyal listeners and have left a review previously, feel free to scroll back through the reviews and take a picture of your previous review and email that to me. That counts too. And I love you, boo. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that. All right, you guys, let's get in to episode 59. This is going to be the last episode in the Empowerment series, and it's all about empowering others. 
So if you've been listening to the last nine episodes, you're feeling pretty empowered at this point. You're feeling like you got this. You can own your thoughts and own your feelings and take charge of your actions. And you are in a place where you are responsible for your results and your life and you are owning it and living it. And I am so friggin' proud of you. But what happens when the people around you aren't showing up with that same energy? How do you help them? How do you empower them? We're going to talk about it. (laughs) All right. So first off, what does it look like to have people around you that are disempowered? Sometimes it's hard to kind of even notice it. We just notice that the vibe is a little bit off or maybe hanging out with that person feels a little bit draining. And so I kind of looked at this and I was like, what does a disempowered person look like? There's a couple of things that I really notice when it comes to people that are showing up in a disempowered way. And one is codependency, somebody who requires somebody else to do something for them, right? This could be a child. I mean, children are pretty codependent. They do require us to do a lot for them, but maybe, you know, they're showing up in a more codependent way than necessary. Maybe it's a spouse or a friend or an employee, right? Is there anyone around you who's leaning on you? Maybe a little bit harder than you'd like. You want to empower them to do it themselves. Another way that someone can show up around you in a disempowered way is somebody who is kind of playing the victim game to the world or the blame game to the people around them. Maybe they're blaming other people for their circumstances or they're blaming the world for their circumstances, or they're not taking responsibility for the situation they're in. And therefore they're in a very disempowering, very stuck, very stagnant place. And that's really hard to watch someone you love or a good friend be in that place, right? So how can you empower them to kind of take action and move out of that. And the third is people who get stuck in the I can't mentality. So people who are perfectionists at life. I know I am one of those people, but embracing the fact that it's okay to be a beginner and it's okay to fail and we need to fail to get good at things. We need to try and fail and try again and fail better and try again and fail better until we become good at it. It took me a long time to be okay with doing that, you guys. But there are many humans that don't want to risk failing. They don't want to risk humiliation. They don't want to risk the negative emotion that comes along with not doing something perfectly the first time. So they just say, I can't. And they decide to fail ahead of time right? That's a very disempowered way to show up in the world. So let's talk about this. How can we help empower the people around us when we're noticing these kinds of traits come out, when we're noticing people around us showing up in a disempowered way? And I like to do this from a really loving place, from a place of encouragement and and education and kindness, right? I don't like to just be like, hey, yo, (laughs) you're playing victim, right? That's not great. That's not going to make them like us or make them, you know, want to do differently. So there's kind of three different ways that I like to approach somebody who I notice is showing up in a disempowered way. And the first one is to encourage the people around me to try, to attempt to try, 
to be okay with being a beginner, to encourage people to try and fail and be there to support them when they do fail and let them know it's okay and that they can try again, right? This especially is important when it comes to our youth and our young people around us, letting them know that it is okay to not be perfect off the hop. It is okay to try and to lose or try and to fall short and then to try again. That's how we get better, right? How many times do we have to shoot and miss before we shoot and win? Number two is asking empowering questions. So when you notice someone around you talking in a way that is, you know, very disempowered, maybe they're blaming someone else or something else for their circumstances, or maybe they're in the I can't mentality. I find asking questions rather than telling somebody what I think they should do or just pointing it out. I like to ask them questions that help them get there on their own. I find this to be a very empowering pathway to lead them down. So some questions that I just wrote down that I like to use are, how does this situation serve you? Or how can it serve you? Or how is this happening for you? So when we look at the world around us and we see it as hard and a struggle and things are happening that aren't, you know, helping us out, we tend to feel like victims of our own circumstance. But when we can look at the struggle around us, when we can look at what's happening around us and we can really allow our brain to search for the silver linings or how is this making us stronger or how can I figure this out or how can I pivot the way I'm thinking about this or what I'm doing to embrace this circumstance. We move into a place of being more empowered. We move out of a victim mentality and back into an empowered mentality. Another question I love to ask is when people come to me with their failures or the things they've tried that don't work, especially when it comes to like weight loss, you guys, when people come to me and they're like, I've tried everything. And I'm like, what did you learn? I love that question. What did you learn? So many of us, when we fail, when we attempt to do something and fall short, we don't even like to look back on it. We like to sweep it under the rug, pretend it didn't happen. We like to get rid of it as soon as possible. We like to move on. No, let's dissect it. What did we learn? What happened? Where did we go wrong? Where can we improve? What can we do better next time? What did we learn? A question I like to follow that up with is, so when are you going to try it again? (laughs) So how are you going to do it differently next time? Let's go. Let's try it again. This is really common with like the, you know, that whole, like when you fall off a horse, you get back on it. I literally, you guys, when I was 15, I got thrown off a horse. (laughs) I fell off hard. And one of the first things I did was get back on. I pretty much was broken, (laughs) but I still got back on that horse and rode it back to the stable because I knew if I didn't, I would probably never get on a horse again, right? So not only what did you learn, but when are you going to try again? So when someone comes to me and they like fell off their protocol, fell off the wagon is what they usually say. I'm like, ah, you didn't fall off a wagon. You just stopped eating the way that you want to eat for your future self. So when are you going to, you know, get back on protocol and start moving towards that goal again? 
And often people think that when they've fallen off the wagon or when they failed, it's a good reason to give up. No, nothing has gone wrong. You are human. The only thing I can guarantee you in this life is that you will fall off the wagon. (laughs) That sometimes the cookie will win. It does not mean it is time to quit. It does not mean it's time to give up. It just means that you can learn from that situation. What happened there? When did you move into letting your limbic system take over, your emotional control center take over? Why wasn't your future self at the forefront of your decision-making in that moment? Why did the cookie win? And then move forward from a place of knowing yourself better for next time a cookie is placed in front of you. And the last question I want to talk to you guys about, not everyone likes hearing this question, but I like to use it with my clients who understand life coaching and know that their thoughts create their feelings and their feelings create their actions and their actions create their results. But sometimes I like to throw it at random people as well. And it's, why are you choosing to think about it like that? So this is something that I, whenever someone is thinking in a way that is really negative or is just really disempowering, I like to question their thought process. I like to remind them just a little bit that they're choosing to think like that. And sometimes this can really create an aha moment for people where they're like, oh, it's a choice. And sometimes they let me know that it's not their choice and it's just the way it is. And it opens up the door for me to offer them a thought that is different. I love to think of everything in this world as an opportunity to learn or grow or experience. Our humanness is not supposed to be easy and good and beautiful all of the time. The negative and the hard and the suffer is part of it. It's the part that allows us to see the good So reminding people of that, just a little bit. Not everybody likes that part. So you can decide when you're going to throw that question at people. All right. And the third way that you can help empower the people around you, this one I think is the most important, is to lead by example. Show up in the most empowered way you can. A couple ways that you can do this is by being really authentic with people, being vulnerable with them, sharing your personal failures and how long it has taken you to get where you are can really help inspire and encourage people to keep going and keep trying again. Often we look at people who have what we want or are living the life we want and we think it came easy to them. But often when we dig a little deeper, we realize that it took sacrifice and it took failing and it took hardship and it took everything that we're currently going through for them to get to the other side. And it's probably still hard. And another way you can lead by example is taking responsibility. (laughs) What I wrote down in my notes, you guys, is taking responsibility for your shit. So when you show up in a way that is disempowered or when you show up in a way that you're not proud of, or when you say something that you realize you didn't mean, or you 
are having feelings that you don't like or you get a result that isn't what you wanted it to be, own it. Own it all. Don't blame somebody else for how you feel. Don't blame somebody else or the internet or the tech for your results. You guys, (laughs) me and tech have not gotten along lately. My tech situation. (laughs) It's so easy for me to blame tech right now. And I'm just like, nope, I'm not going to. I'm going to own it. I'm going to figure it out. Sat down with my computer this morning and I was like, me and you, boo, we're going to figure this out. Um, I did not win. (laughs) But that's all right. I'm not going to give up on my dreams and what I'm creating because the tech is hard, right? Can you imagine if, you know, because the microphone, because I didn't turn the microphone on recording my last couple podcasts, I just decided, nope, this isn't for me. I'm not going to do the podcast anymore. No, I didn't blame the mic. I didn't blame the tech. I didn't blame the computer. I was like, Lilas, you didn't turn the damn mic on. You didn't press that button. There's one button I have to press when I record my podcast that takes it from my computer mic to my podcasting mic. And I had been really impressed with myself that I'd never forgotten to press that button in 59 episodes. And then I forgot to press the button. (laughs) Shh. Don't tell anyone. No, I'm joking. I want to empower you guys. So I'm going to lead by example. So I'm going to admit that I failed. I didn't press the button. So I'm here re-recording the podcast just for you. All right, you guys. So this is episode number 59, the last episode in the empowerment series. I want you to go out there and I want you to live your empowered life and empower the people around you. And remember, empowerment takes practice. I encourage you to try. Be okay with being a beginner. It's okay to fail. Get up and try again. Do it better. And then fail again. It's all right. Get up and try again. Eventually you'll get there. And if you feel like you don't know how to do whatever it is you want to do, find somebody who knows how. Find a coach. Find a teacher. Find a course. Find somebody you can learn from. It is way easier than stumbling through it on your own. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I will see you next week for episode 60. Bye for now. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I ask you to leave a comment. Tell me what you liked about it. Share the podcast with a friend and come back next Wednesday for a brand new episode. I'll see you then. 